Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. He does not deserve the D. So we're going to call him Ack Prescott because he doesn't deserve the D from Daddy. Oh. Also, Daddy's saying James Madison by half a point minus three this weekend. Goodbye. He should have had a little like, like daddy's coming in. Oh, that was so fun. That Moyes, that was good because it was total Moyes. And then it. <laughs> I like the Moyes part. I thought the Moyes part was great. All right. So first Moyes take. Uh, that is how hilarious is that? He literally picked our wide receiver twos of Cortland Sutton versus Nico. I mean, I will probably have Sutton a notch above because I think that. I've got I Nico mean, two spots ahead. Oh, really? Let me see I where do. I, I got. Let me. I got Nico at twenty-eight. I've got Sutton at thirty. They're both wide receiver threes. I just thought. Mm-hmm. I thought Nico. I don't know. Maybe I need to pay attention to the ECR more than just my own ranking because I thought Nico was already in the thirties, no. but I wasn't sure. No, he's not inside the top twenty-four. Let me see where I have it before I start spouting off here. Oh, that's right. You had him at okay. Yeah, yeah. He's at twenty-eight. Uh, I forgot you had him as your second wide receiver, not as your third. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this isn't wide receiver three. Because who did you – did you have Sutton as your three? Yeah, but Sutton was at 40. So, and well, I, I, don't, I do two. have Nico. I actually have Nico quite a bit higher. Yeah, so that, that is a Nico answer for both of us. For some reason, I was thinking Sutton because of that. But but the, the, my here's my – I think it's a the coin brain, flip. Yeah. Because of volume, because of volume passing. Here's the only thing, though, is if the Bears – look like the Bears from last week, Denver will be up with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. That's why I had and then they'll yeah. And then they'll run the ball a whole lot. I don't see a scenario where Houston will be so far ahead on Pittsburgh or maybe ever that they'll be able to lower the volume. So you, Nico is actually riskier, I think, because Sutton, dude, the targets are there for Sutton when Judy's there. That's not a question. Nico had that really bad target game, so maybe it's more of a question. But yeah, I do have Nico higher than Sutton. So I think we both both answered that. What was his second question? It I don't was, know. He said James Madison over South Alabama. I think that's fine. Let me see if I can really find have it. a strong opinion on that. Or would you start Nico Collins and then Higby or Friar Mute? Oh, Higby or Friar Mute. Uh, I would go with Pat. Yeah. Pat got in the end zone again uh, last week and, you know, we're not facing 
terrible defense this week in Houston. I mean, I so. think like Higby kind of like I know Jake was like super against Higby. Um, I wasn't, and Higby got his targets and stuff like that. But like you know, the targets can go back to Puka and stuff. But Firemuth is just kind of constant he's not great he's not elite but i would go with pat and then what do you think about his uh, james madison pick that's he's fine the i don't i don't have a strong opinion on it they're three and a half point favorites against uh, south alabama or by south the alabama hook, has for three south alabama has a uh decent defense from what i remember talking with nick uh before the season started they're two and two now they're okay like i don't know i just don't have enough opinion uh enough opinions i notice he didn't say anything about um ou texas next week hmm that's weird hmm. Hmm. nothing how about hmm. uh what do you think of uh, hmm. Dak losing his D and he's just Ack Prescott? I mean, you get sounds the like Mars attacks. Ack, 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 Ack. Who's yeah. your favorite quarterback? Ack, Ack, Ack. That was Jim Brown. Ack, Ack, Ack. Oh, Jim Ack. Brown passed away. That's sad. Ack, Ack. I don't know why that's making me laugh. All right, next up is Michael. What do you got, Michael? Michael. What's up, Bogman and the Welsh? Hello, buddy. I had the first overall pick in my league this year. Humble and bragging. I took Trevor Lawrence at the four or five turn as my QB. Okay. He's been a little uh, less than stellar so far through three weeks. And I actually picked up Jordan Love this week as sort of a hedge. Um, okay. Curious what you think about those two moving forward and wondered if you could maybe do a quick review of the QB position so far now that we have three games. It seems like there's some risers and fallers and things are a little different than the preseason. Thanks for the show. Take it easy. Take it easy there, pal, buddy. Um, Yeah, Lawrence has not been good, I will say. Maybe I am being a little Pollyanna or dumb, but I feel like this is the week where he gets right because Atlanta is, uh, when you have a quarterback that throws at your ankles (laughs) and throws 18 times a game, it's not good. And the defense is maybe all right. But I do think this is a potential get-right situation. But he has not been living up to it. Um, first, I'm going to list off some of the rankings. What do you think about Love as a hedge to Lawrence? Like, is there a scenario? I don't know how you have him ranked. But is there a scenario I mean, where you're starting Love this week no, over Lawrence? No, there's not. Uh, not on short rest for a first-year starter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. Especially because, like... Atlanta Atlanta only works in their one game script. And if they don't hit the game script, they're going to lose. And I don't think they're going to hit it this week against the Jags. Now, the Jags have looked bad, you know, and they just got smoked by the Texans at home. Uh, so, uh, but I think that's going to refocus them a little bit here. I think they'll be much better. So I would definitely go with Lawrence. I'm starting Lawrence. Yeah, that's fine. That's a hedge. I'm starting Lawrence this week. And then if I'm burned, okay. I'm not sure Love is the guy that I'm like, locked into i mean i am getting annoying about it but like stroud if stroud was out there i'd rather have stroud than love right now stroud is lions give the most points to uh opposing qbs though so far this year and this might be a really great week for him and that's that's why the question comes up i'm still starting lawrence over love there's no scenario where that's changing um i think i said it wrong stroud is qb 14 on the year he's right been now, so through good three weeks he's 14 he so here's how the ranks sit through three weeks sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. 
Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, littering and... Uh, littering and smoking the... In this league. Break it down. Cousins is actually ranked number one uh, with 24.2 No way. Not, not Percocet. Yep, number two. Well, actually, this is hilarious. I didn't even realize this, and I'm going to sound so stupid. Uh, Herbert is number two. Two is number three. Jordan Love is number four. I didn't even realize that. Jordan Love is number four. He has four. a lot of passing touchdowns. 20 yeah. points in all three games. And he is, wow, one of only three quarterbacks to score 20 points in all three games. Herbert, Herbert, Jordan Love, and Herbert. Patrick Mahomes are the only guys to do that. Not counting your guys' leagues where you get like bonus points and blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, number five good. is Patrick Mahomes. Six hurts. Followed by Lamar, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. That's your top 10. The others from 11 to 20 that show up. Mac Jones is actually 12. Brock Purdy's 13. Stroud is 14. Um, Stafford is 19. And Trevor Lawrence is 20. So, you know, I, I made that very, very dismissively saying that. And Love is about to get two more weapons back in Aaron Jones. Am I wrong here? I mean, do you think Jordan Love is a much better hedge than I'm giving credit for? No, uh, I think, look, I think that uh, Jordan Love is better than a lot of people thought coming into the season. And, uh, but I don't, like I said, there's no, Trevor Lawrence to me, even after three weeks that haven't been great and ranking 20 or whatever, he's still one of those top eight QBs to me. You know, he's one of them. And and you know what? Maybe we need to make it seven because Justin Fields isn't in that group anymore. He was 19. Maybe it's seven now. Yeah, he was like 19 on there. So let I think Trevor Lawrence is still an elite QB, still going to be up there. Um, they just need to get right. So, and it might be this week. I think Doug Peterson might be taking playing uh, play calling back. So you know what? Don't listen to me. Yeah, this, hold this on week. to that hedge in love. I'm completely wrong. I don't. I just. Um, I mean, love is a good option. I'm this is Shaq here. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't familiar with your game. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is playing Detroit uh, on short rest here. So uh, yeah, I just I, I'm still going Lawrence. Okay. Next up is let's go. Tog. Tog is in the house. What do you what got? What up, Tog? Tog Nation. Bob and Welsh. What's going on, fellas? Whoa, boy, energy. Tog. What's up? It's been a minute. Um, I just want to start off this voicemail by saying how much I hate fantasy football and how goddamn over it I am. Yep. 0 oh, 3 in two of my leagues. <laughs> mm. Lost Eckler. Lost Barkley. Great. 
Um, Justin Fields is my quarterback, and he just oh, sucks. Yeah. As a Packers oh fan, God. I feel terrible for the fans of Chicago that have to be subjected to that garbage every Sunday. No fan base in sports deserves to have to say, well, Patriot fans. Patriot fans deserve every <laughs> bad thing that will ever happen to them for as long as that franchise is, is in existence. I, I'm, I live in Massachusetts, so I got a front row seat to how heinous these people can be. They're animals, absolute animals, and I hate them. Anyways, my question is on Justin. Justin Fields, that bag of suck, that suck bag. Um, I have Goff on my bench, and I see C.J. Stroud on the wire. I was wondering, would you guys rather just keep like keep rolling Fields out there, or would you guys play matchups between Stroud and Goff? Hope all is well. See you later, guys. Oh, so wait, is he asking to cut Fields, or did he say he has? I don't Goff? think he's cutting Fields. Uh, I think he's I think- cutting Fields. You think he's cutting fields for Stroud? I, I think he Don't said, didn't he say Goff and Stroud are out there? Or was he saying he, he said, has would you rather? Pick, he said, would you rather? I mean, he didn't say he's going to cut fields. Uh, he said, would you rather start fields or just week to week decide between those other two? Maybe that means he's going to cut fields for Stroud, but he didn't say it in the email or in the voicemail. So I would hmm. I look when fields figures the Rubik's cube out and is unlocked. He is a top five QB every week. So I think it's still maybe a little premature to cut fields. Just like um, if you like, I guess maybe if those guys are sitting out there and you can make that move. Listen, this is the week he's got to get it right. If you go a month, and he hasn't month, got it right yeah. and he can't do it against Denver. Then you cut your losses. And guess what? If he becomes a top five quarterback again, you just got to chalk it. it up to the game. You got to live with it. Exactly right. Do I want to start him this week? Not particularly, but this is the matchup to do it. If you have another guy to cut, I would make that cut, and I would go and pick up. I'd probably pick up Goff here, uh, even over uh, Stroud. I go pick up Goff and hold him on the bench, and then if Fields is trash and you want to cut bait, then you just pick up both those guys. If not, I guess you can roll Fields out there. But guess what? I have both Goff and and, and Fields. Are uh, both Goff and Stroud overfields this week? As do, as do Andy Barons and Scott Bogman. So you tell us. You tell us about the league. Are people going to jump at picking up Justin Fields? Can you make a different move for one of those guys just to see if Fields gets right? That's what I would like to do and see if he can get right. But this sounds like a ten-man league, and there's probably a lot of flexibility. And you know what? If Fields is super good, and you can still stream those other guys. You're probably not doing too bad if you can stream Fields and or um, Goff and. Stroud, I can't say anything. If he's feeling hella good, you can keep on dancing. Is that what you said? Hella good. That's right. Uh, We got the Barrow Report. Barrow Report. Lots of stuff in here. Let's let's do it. It's time for the Barrow Report. 0-3 teams. Don't panic. There's plenty of time to get out of the hole. Talking to you, Tom. But it better start this week. Baltimore running back, Kenton Mitchell, smart stash? Maybe. Question mark. Start, sit, (laughs) PPR. Madison or Stevenson? Sit Madison, always. Ooh, Madison I mean, I don't think Stevenson's going to have a good game, by the way, here. But I go Stevenson he hasn't been. What has his problem been? I know he, like, he was banged up and then he was sick. But, I mean, it's Patriots. against Dallas, too. I have Madison slightly ahead of him. Oh, I don't man. like either one of them. No way. Let's do it. Let's go. Pick two. Tank Dell. Addison or Hollywood? Uh, ooh, I guess I would go with Hollywood because the nine. Here's what I'm worried about with the the Cardinals: that Josh Dobbs doesn't get any pass over ten yards off yeah, because Nick Bosa be is eating his neck. 
Um, but, but the secondary stink, so Marquise Brown could do some. I mean, they decent just kept stuff. them upright against Micah Parsons, though. I mean, but the Steelers Parsons. also not good, and Tank Dell getting all those targets. You know what? I go the upside. I go Tank Dell and Addison. Screw Marquise Brown. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Addison is for sure. Uh, between Marquise and Tank, I think I would go Marquise, but it's a, you don't have a bad option here. Yeah, that's not a bad option. Roshan or Warren. Um, ooh, I like just Roshan go with Roshan here. against Denver. Yeah, I think I would go Roshan because I kind of want to see if Warren kind of gets back to it. Yeah, I go with Roshan and Musgrave or Nojoku. No joke. <laughs> Treat it like an anime character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no joku. No joku. I think. Uh, I mean, honestly, th- these are both not. I would go with Njoku this week simply because Aaron Jones and Christian Watson coming back might yeah. affect some of that target share. So th- that would be my take on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I have, like, in my initial rankings for tight ends, I have Musgrave, like, two spots ahead of Njoku, but I don't know. Like, I do, like, Cleveland's defense is so good. I just think Cleveland's going to have the ball a bunch. So, Njoku could be pretty decent. So, yeah, I'm let's go Njoku. Non-PPR, pick two. Roshan, Sky Mo, or Drake London? Not Sky Mo. Do I start A-Chan? Or Warren, and I already have most starts starting. Lock of the week, Eagles over the Commanders. Upset of the week, Bogman, because the Texans beat the Steelers. Mm. Oh, he cut off. Oh, he magically cut off there at the end. Wait, hold on, we got to hear Atlanta and stuff. Sorry, what was that? beat the Steelers. Later, Taters and Baiters. Let's lose the Rams. <laughs> Let's lose the Rams. I'm with it. Um, What was I going to say on that? The... The eight, oh, by the way, I wish Achon had. I wish he wore number four, so then we could just be like four Achon, four four Chan, four Chan, like that. Like when I hear his name, I'm thinking of four Chan. Man, a little too cut. much. A little yeah, like a little too much. Um, I still would go with Achon over Warren. I have him higher, so I'm not going to change yeah. just because you also have Mostert. So yeah, same same for me. Um, the Roshan Sky Moore London, you're benching more. Yeah, over yeah. non PPR Sky Moore. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says... In this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Individual Defensive Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. I'm joined, as always, by Gary Davenport. Follow him on the Twitter, at IDP Sharks. Gary, we're a little bit late this week, but better late than never. We're still here. We showed up. We're on time. We're going to get it done even before the Thursday night game. Although you guys are probably listening to this after the Thursday night game, we're still going to give you, um, you know, the good uh, players from last week, who we think to pick up and all that stuff. But what switches to you from we do the show on Tuesday to going on Thursday? I guess we have a couple more injury reports and practice reports. What uh, what changes up from Tuesday to Thursday? Are you less busy Thursday than you are Tuesday? No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I'm setting lineups like as we're talking. But, I mean, at least we know at this point, we know that Devondre Campbell's not going tonight. So, yes. Isaiah McDuffie, again, this information will come to people too late. But as a desperation play, I guess Isaiah McDuffie would be all right. I don't – you know, the problem with we don't really know player availabilities until the all-important Friday practice session most of the time anyway. I mean, once right. in a while you'll get a guy that will get ruled out early, but – you know, there's a lot of guys with cues next to their names. On is Jair Wednesday. up? Is he going today or no? Uh, you know, I'm not sure about Alexander. I know that uh, on the offensive side, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones, it looks like, are going to go. Although it sounds like Watson especially is going to be on a snap count. So right. I don't know that I would be rolling him out this week. Yeah. I would just, if I'm a uh, Christian Watson manager – I think I'm just hoping he makes it through the game in one piece and then that he'll be ready to go next time out. But if Aaron Jones, I mean, I reckon you got to start him. Yeah, you have to. Uh, I'm, I'm in firm agreement on that. You got to start Aaron Jones. So, um, I mean, it's just like even in limited touches, he's good. And most who's more likely to score if they're playing than Aaron Jones in this game. You know, Aaron Jones is easily the most likely to score a touchdown. So he's got to be in. Um Let's play. We're before the game here. You might you may listen to this game after, but we're recording before. Let's play guess the snap percentage of the Lions linebackers here, Gary. So last week it was 100 for Anzalone, 72 for Barnes and 57 for Campbell. But Campbell keeps getting a little bit more. Malcolm Rodriguez got in there for 30 percent as well. Um, This was the first week that uh, Anzalone was at 100%. He was at 90 and 94, which is, you know, just a couple plays off here and there because they have the depth. Is this the game that Jack Campbell is over 70%? Because so far it's been 38, 32, 57. But with Aaron Jones somewhat limited, A.J. Dillon looks like he runs in sand. Christian Watson's back. Do you think we'll see a couple more passes from Jordan Love? And therefore maybe Jack Campbell is involved a little bit more. I think you're going to see pretty much the status quo. To be Same. Honest. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know that anything's really changed with Barnes and Campbell that I'd be more inclined to think that Barnes and Campbell's snap counts would both go down in this game. than go up. Honestly, I wasn't aware that Barnes was up over 70% this past week. That 
that is actually good news if you happen to be one of the people who has him sitting on the end of your IDP bench. Not that I necessarily do. You know, I'm <laughs> speaking speaking strictly hypothetically, but I just they just don't seem to be in any huge rush to you know Jack Campbell snap counts up and. You know, so long as they're winning football games, I don't know that we're going to see a big change. If it was up to me, you know, we'd get Andaloni off the field and it would Jack be Campbell more Campbell. would be 100%. Yeah. Right. It right would now, be more Campbell be. and Barnes, but, you know, it's not up to me. So he took the dude in the first round. I don't like, you know, I know it's the first three games of his career, but, you know, we've, we got him up over 50% last week. I guess we can be thankful for that. Um, but let's talk about the guys that performed very, very well this week. And I'm just going to give you the floor to gush about Miles Garrett, his three and a half sacks probably should have been four. his forced fumble, uh, you know, four tackles were his, uh, all sacks. I mean, the dude is just unbelievable right now. So go ahead and, and gush about your boy. And he had a Miles Garrett game. I mean, I got a couple messages on Twitter and, you know, emails, what's wrong with Miles Garrett after two weeks? Because I think after two weeks, he was outside the top 50 defensive linemen. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with Miles Garrett. All it takes is one huge game and he'll be fine. He had a huge game. Now he's inside the top 10. It's just the nature of defensive linemen. They go through dry spells. Just, just ask people who have Hassan Reddick on their roster. Because <laughs> well, right their defense now he, isn't on the field enough for him to get a sack. Right so. now, Reddick is chilling in the middle of the Sahara. <laughs> but, He's you know, Garrett had a Garrett game. Hey, what, what about your boy T.J. Watt setting a new team record with two sacks in each of the first two it, games, three games it's just, of the season? You know, it's unbelievable stats that when you watch TJ Watt as much as I have are just completely believable. You're like, well, yeah, of course he has that. You know, it, it's um, both those guys. I mean, it, it really to me is uh, it, there's like maybe 10 guys that can win the NFL Dep- Defensive Player of the Year. And really, if you want to limit it, I think there's three that are the big front runners over everyone. It's Watt, Garrett, and um, Micah Parsons. I think those are the three that are big over everybody. I Bosa's, both Bosa's could go in as well if they can stay on the field, you know. Um, and poor, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't, I'd say it's probably pretty unlikely for Nick Bosa to win if only because he won last year. When's the last time we had back-to-back defensive player of the year? Probably it's been JJ a while. Watt, right? What, what it's did been J.J. A while, Watt do I, it? I don't know if J.J. Watt ever did it back-to-back years. I okay. know he did it three times, but I don't know that he ever did it in – that's just – I'm trying right now, I'm like racking my brain trying to think of a player who won Defensive Player of the Year in back-to-back years, and none are popping into my – so, I, you know, you could look it up, but I'm guessing it has been a while. Yeah, so, so I'm looking. It was J.J. Watt. It was 15 of 14. Oh, uh, actually okay. – <laughs> you're completely wrong about this, Gary. Aaron Donald, oh. 18 and 17. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, that guy. Aaron Donald. Now, I tell you what, before J.J. Watt, it was Keekly, uh, J.J. Watt, his first one, T-Sizzle, Palomalu, Woodson, James Harrison, Bob, Bob Sanders. Wow. Uh, Jason Taylor, Erlacher, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis. Man, um... I'm the moral of the find... story is that I'm completely wrong, which is well, surprise no one. I mean, it didn't. I'm not seeing it happen. Okay, LT in 81 and 82. 
There wasn't yeah, he, back, he was okay. back to back. Yeah, he was all right. There wasn't back to back defensive players uh, of the year until JJ Watt. So it was 81, 82, and then Watt in 14, 15, and Donald did it at 17 and 18. Uh, but Stefan Gilmore did it in 2019. I forgot about Gilmore. Uh, mm-hmm. Donald did it again in 20, then TJ Watt in 21 and Bosa last season. So, um, yeah, look, uh, these guys are amazing. And you know, what's funny is I'm like, we're three weeks in. I start looking at some PFF scores and stuff. And I see Dan Moore, poor Dan Moore, the left tackle of the Pittsburgh Steelers. His pass blocking rate is the worst in the league by a million miles. It's like 29.7. I mean, it is awful. And <laughs> you see, but, and we have Broderick Jones right behind him. Our first round pick. I'm like, why is this guy playing? But Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, Max Crosby. <laughs> uh, what a great start to the season here uh, for Dan Moore. Now he gets Will Anderson, the first defensive player pick uh, in this year's draft. Oh, uh, I did. So Garrett made Andre Dillard look so bad. Andre yeah. Dillard, he looked uh, like a turnstile amusement park. Just go right on through. Just look, Garrett right didn't have through. a. Garrett didn't have a sack against the Steelers, but his win rate was absurd. That was like PFF had to uh, put out a lot of fires because Miles uh, Garrett, his uh, grade was unbelievable for that game, but he didn't have a sack. He didn't have a tackle. Maybe he had an assist. I don't know what it was. He didn't have much against the Steelers, but his win rate, like he just kept getting, you know, he just kept missing on Pickett. Pickett just like, you know, moved in the pocket or ran or whatever it was. He just kept missing him by a hair. And then obviously he didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, I would run for miles Garrett too, Uh, but he didn't miss Ryan Tannehill. So neither one of, neither one of us is out running miles Garrett, man. No, no, but you run away. That's for sure. Uh, The other big weeks outside of miles Garrett having this huge week, Uh, Terrell Bernard, uh, seven and five, two sacks, the pick six. I mean, just a huge week for him. You told everyone to pick him up a couple weeks ago. So hopefully you guys got on it. He's a hundred percent snap guy. Uh, he's playing, calling the, the plays, all that good stuff. Zach, uh, Z- Zaire Franklin, again, just his tackle totals are unbelievable. Uh, 14 solos, one assist. Kaiser white at eight and six in the game ceiling pick on my bench. Yeah. Oh, on your bench. Kaiser was, Yep. Who do you in start the over, in the who, who, Kings Classic Buckets division? I started start Grugier, I started Grugier Hill over him. Grugier right. Hill was all right. He was, I think, seven and three, but he only played like sixty something. I still won the game, so I mean, I'm not like sure. You're not lamenting in it, rage, but I won the game by like two point one points or something like that. So I'm looking at that thirty something point sitting on my bench. And I have Devondre Campbell too. So he went out. He had one tackle and then left the game. So I'm looking at Campbell's like two points. And I'm looking at that 30. And I'm looking at that two. And I'm looking at that 30. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Again, the moral of the story, the moral of the story is Gary is wrong all the time. Well, uh, what we were right about coming into the season, not the first two weeks, but week three. Ooh, Lordy. How about Kyle Hamilton? Seven solos, three sacks, a force fumble. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is... In this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? He was all over it last week. Got to be a little worried about Kyle Hamilton this week, right? Uh, Yeah, if he plays. Apparently he's a little nicked up, but assuming he's out there... Browns aren't... Which Browns offense is going to show up? I mean, is the Cleveland It doesn't matter. If that same defense shows up, it doesn't matter. Is the Cleveland offense that we saw against Tennessee, is that is that legitimate or is that just like a one-shot deal? Or I don't know what's made. I'm not even going to pretend, and I'm a Browns fan. Everybody knows that. I don't even, I'm not even going to pretend to know what to make of what we saw last week. Last week, Deshaun Watson looked like the player that the Browns paid $230 million. That's what they paid $230 million and a bunch of first-round picks for. Now, the question is, can he do that two weeks in a row? And the Cleveland defense has been lights out all three games. I mean, there's not a defense in the NFL playing better. So Jim Schwartz, I tip my cap to you, sir. Uh, did, uh, what do you think about the Aaron Brooks play? I mean, that stuff happens, but it was kind of a funny gif, you know, of uh, Deshaun Watson throwing the ball straight backwards. Uh, yes. That what was, was there a running back there? Was that what he's trying to do? Like, did he not realize where he was? Because that's a fumble when you throw it backwards. Like, oh that, so. it, yeah, a little bit. I think he just gomed it. <laughs> Which and that reminds you that see, we saw a lot of that sort of thing over the first what eight, nine, ten games, however many sure, that he's sure. been the team's quarterback. So. I mean, I saw a lot of people talking about, oh, Watson's turning a corner, Watson's this, Watson's that. Like, I, I'll believe it when I see two or three good games in a row. I'm not doing any cartwheels over just one. Beat the Ravens this week, and then you'll have my attention. Uh, Derwin James, uh, hamstring, he had an MRI. I think he's still listed as questionable right now, right? Yeah, I believe so, but it's you never want to see. Derwin James swaps up on the injury report. That just makes you – Sends a chill down your spine. Like, oh, no. Right. Here, yeah, here right. Here we go. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, this is continues to be the curse of the Chargers. I do believe Kenneth Murray also this week was uh is still questionable. I don't think he practiced today on Thursday as we're recording this either. So uh we'll see. We'll see what happens 
uh, with these uh, Chargers players coming up here. A lot of injuries this week, and probably, uh, you know, I made this sheet for Tuesday, so there's probably a couple I'm missing in here, but Jalen Phillips with an oblique, Ojabo with an ankle, Daryl Taylor with a shin, Draymond Jones with a hip, Zayvon Collins with an eye injury, Davin Godshaw with an ankle. So on the defensive line, a lot of guys banged up. Is there anyone I missed that you can think of? Oh, not right off the top of my head. It's kind of funny that Zayvon Collins can't see the sack or quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need to. I like his little rodeo uh, thing that he had against Dak Prescott, too. Um, for the linebackers, we know Campbell's out with the ankle for tonight. Troy Anderson is – they stuck him on the IR already, didn't they? So yep. he's going to miss. Is gonna he missing be, for uh, sure the rest of the season, or is it just like I, at least two months or something? I don't think they're calling it for sure this season, but uh, my guess is he's done. Right, it's going right. to be household name Nate Landman moving forward. So, so there's a podcast I watch called Nate Land. It's this uh, uh, stand-up comic named Nate Bargetsy. It's uh, him and three other like Nashville comics. They're all, uh, you know, rednecky, I would say. So it, it definitely, it fits my type of humor. So I watch it and they, they love this guy because his Nate land, Nate land is the name of the podcast. And this is Nate land man. Uh, mm-hmm. So th- they, they talk about him and he's, he's going to be starting out, but he was a tackle machine at Colorado. I mean, we're talking, it was like 20 a game for him he was everywhere so they may he may be a little you know john bostickish where they're down the field a little bit further than you want because i don't know if his speed is really uh at the you know nfl level but he will make a stop he will put his nose in there um frankie louvu with a hip Devin lloyd with a thumb does ah. jewel with a groin and chris barnes with a hand injury uh have we got updates on on these guys yet gary i don't think louvu practiced today I'm guessing you're going to see DMPs for a lot of those guys. And again, Thursday doesn't really matter. You want to see at least a limited on that. The Lubu one just makes my heart hurt. I love Frankie Lubu. I am seriously considering buying a Frankie Lubu jersey. That's how much wow. I love Frankie Lubu. He's so much fun to watch because he blitzes so much. And he's just always by the ball. like, And he just my- plays like, I mean, he runs around the field like his hair is on fire. The entire he really game. does. He really does. He is everywhere. He is so much fun to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Josie Jewell with the groin. I mean, there was a lot of uh, you could have put effort on a lot of Broncos players in that game against Miami. It seemed like, you know, uh, the lights went out around midway through the third quarter. They were kind of giving up on plays. And that's why you saw some big plays from Miami. That'll happen every once in a while. You heard Garrett Bowles talk about it. I've been here for seven years and all I've done is lose. So it's, it's getting frustrating. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, look, it's uh it's the nature of the beast. You know, uh, sometimes you get drafted to a bad team. That's why, you know, if the Cardinals or Raiders end up with the first pick, I think you might see Caleb Williams stay at USC another year. It's not like he's not making money there, you know, NIL deals. He's making money. So right. I don't want to play. I wouldn't want to play for the Cardinals or the Raiders. Would you, uh, if I was that talented, let me wait and see if the Rams can get the number one pick or something next year. The Cardinals swear up and down that they're still committed to Kyler Murray. Okay. And, you know, the Raiders, because if Josh McDaniels at some point. He's got to go. Like, if right. he's gone, I'm more I'm more apt Yeah, to and go. I mean, you're talking about Vegas. 
and the Raiders. See, brand I, new stadium. Yeah, it's nice. Right. There's some. I think there's some shine. Still Mark on Davis. That. Still Mark yeah, Davis but making bad you, decisions. Rookie wage scale. You get paid what you get paid. I'm just talking about from a profile deal. I mean, you're playing in Vegas for the Raiders. There's a lot of difference between that and being the starting quarterback of the Arizona Cardinal. Too. I mean, who cares? No disrespect to the Cardinals. Who gives a crap about the Arizona Cardinals? The Arizona Cardinals have no cachet. The Raiders might suck, but they have cachet. Yeah, it's going to be the the problem with the Cardinals is you have so many people that have moved to Phoenix from different – so many Chicago people, so many Pittsburgh people, so many Texas people, uh, California. Yeah, right now, tons of California fans. So when – the Cowboys, Niners, Steelers, Packers, Bears, you know, all these old teams from giant cities come to play in Arizona. Those teams all have at least 50% of the tickets in that stadium. So, and you saw that in Vegas with the Steelers too. I mean, the Steelers travel well, you know, Bears travel well, Chiefs travel unbelievable. So a lot of those teams just travel well anyway, but I mean, that's the problem with the Cardinals is you don't have people that were born and raised in Arizona and grew up with the Cardinals. And even the ones that were born and raised in Arizona usually are following their dad's team who was not the Cardinals. So I'm um, not going to lie. I'm surprised that the Cardinals have the fan base that they do to be honest. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's still Phoenix is a major city now, you know, so it's going to get better. Uh, It's just maybe one more generation before you get like, you know, people that will not absolutely not sell those tickets to Sealer and Cowboy fans and all that. Well, stuff. and making that Super Bowl trip, what, what, 10, but how many, I don't know how many years it's been. It's probably been longer than it feels like the, the Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald. That was Super Bowl 43. Right, lost to the Squealers. But yeah. Because of stupid James Harrison in his 97 yard interception return. But yeah. I mean, it, that game really gave. That was an awesome game. The Cardinals. The, the fan base, a jolt. There were a lot of people who were not Cardinals fans who became Cardinals fans that season. And I think a few, quite a few of them have stuck. They've remained yeah. Cardinals fans in the time since. Absolutely. Uh, defensive back. Not that we ever lived in Arizona or anything. So what the hell? Do yeah. We yeah. What do we know? Right. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? It's, I think the second time ever the Steelers are going to be near the town I'm living in and I'm not going. Um, since I was like 10, uh, cause the Steelers are going to be here this weekend, but I don't know, man, when was the last time you went to an NFL game? 1995. Wow. Really? Okay. So you don't go at all to the Browns. Like it's not a fun experience, uh, going to an NFL game. It's, it's expensive. It takes all day. You don't get to see any of the other games. Um, everyone's drunk. The bathrooms are disgusting. Uh, and did I mention it's really, really expensive? That probably needs to go in there twice. So I don't know. Like every once in a while, I like to get out and go to a football game, but I much prefer college games. Much. I think the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to go to a game now, it's only been three or four years since I went to a Buckeyes game. I yeah, I went to a Longhorns game the year I moved here. So it was the game they lost to Kansas. So And, you know, that- <laughs> not that those games are cheap because they're not. But you can get like we went to see Ohio State play Army. I'm not trying to get like Penn State tickets or something. Right, right, then right. you know it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I went <laughs> to go see Kansas. Time. Yeah, and they lost. So. Concessions are still ridiculously expensive. The amenities That's anywhere Ohio, you go. Ohio yeah. Stadium is 100 years old, so the amenities leave a little something to be desired. Oh, uh, do you guys still have the time. trough in the bathroom? Uh, you know, I believe they do. 
oh that is hey that, at that old, is low rent That's at old cleveland at old cleveland municipal stadium because when i went to see browns it was in muni it wasn't in this new fancy stadium <laughs> i went to see him play the joe montana led kansas city chiefs in 1990 okay well uh, they whooped kansas city just for the red 27 to 10 for the record that was uh, that was during Joe Montana football '95 on the Sega Genesis was rocking. Pick Montana off, picked him off three times in that game, including a pick six. There was a line to urinate in the sink in the men's room. Yep, I mean that. And is the there were three or four women in the men's room with us. I mean, just always, and I don't understand that. Like the line should not be as long in in the ladies' room. I tell you what. <laughs> The, uh, the uh, Jake Seeley, my buddy Jake Seeley, he works over at the Athletic. Uh, when he came in to, uh, he came in because the Royal Rumble was in Phoenix at Chase Field. So he stayed at my place. Um, Eric Young, the wrestler, gave us tickets. It was awesome. We were on the floor for Royal Rumble. But you want to talk about a discrepancy between male and female patrons at this event? The line for the bathroom for the men's room was thirty minutes long. Uh, and there was no one in the women's bathroom at all because there were not many women there, even though like they had the women's Royal rumble and there were way more women that, that, you know, there's way more women involved in WWE now and way more people in the stands that than I had ever seen before, but still it was 90 to 10, you know? So maybe just for one game, maybe just open up that ladies room for the men, you know, I don't know, uh, just an idea. So, but anyway, with the defensive backs, uh, we had, Jamel Dean with the shoulder, Justin Evans with the neck, Sidney Brown with the thigh, Eli Apple had the concussion, Geno Stone with the ribs, Tyreke Stevenson had a concussion, Xavier Woods with a hamstring, Jalen Jackson with a hammy, Trey Brown with a concussion, Josh Mattel with the shoulder, and Byron Murphy with a hip, not including that Derwin James one as well. Are there any other ones that I missed or cropped up later in the week? Oh, none that come to mind right off the top of my head. Uh, I see Emmanuel Mosley is questionable for tonight. Yeah, uh, it seems like Devin White <laughs> didn't go through a walkthrough uh, yesterday. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even. I. It's all tomorrow. Have, it's all Friday. Right. I yeah. don't have time in my life to be worried about whether or not a guy went through a walk. Uh, uh, esti- what do they call it? An estimated practice. I don't even get that. Like, why uh, an estimated practice? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> right. you didn't practice, so. Just say nobody practiced. I mean, it's absurd. I don't know. It's probably some stupid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Yeah. So I start feeling confident. I'm like, okay. And then I lose week three by a lot. So it's, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of in that. Like, oh, that's the, the league uh, I care about the most. Like, And it's not even the most money, but it is the bragging rights with all my I'm so. setting my line. As we speak, I'm setting my lineup for the IDP only championship of the universe. Started out 2-0. Looking good. Feel pretty good about my team. A lot of depth at linebacker. Going to be competitive. Lost the championship game last year to uh, John Macri from SI mm-hmm. by a lot. He had the best <laughs> team in the league. He had Max Crosby and somebody else. Just dominated Chris- wire to wire. Yes. I think he lost two games all season long, high scoring team in the league. You know, it's one of those years where the best team in the league really did win the championship, and he deserved it. I told him so. I, uh, my favorite but thing. This past real. week, my 2 0 team got beat. I got beat by like 127 or 128 points. So I, I know what you're talking about. Sometimes my favorite thing in the world is when those people that are dominating the league the whole year losing the first round of the playoffs and become the biggest crybabies. <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. It's so funny to me, but uh, it's and it's why I don't play that much roto in baseball. I like head to head, and people are like, "Well, you work the whole season, you get there, and then you lose in the first round." It's like, yeah, well, that happens yeah. in the real playoffs too. That them's the breaks. That's part of hey, reality. I have, I have run the table in the regular season. I think four times with fantasy teams. I have never had an undefeated season and won the championship. Mm. There you go. Always That's how it works. Playoffs. Always. That's... And I, you know what? I have never run the table in the regular season and made it to the championship game. Oh, wow. I always, okay. I, always I think all four times I got bounced in the semifinals. It happens, man. It happens yes, to it the does. best of us. So, uh, but that is going to wrap it up for us. Remember, follow us on the Twitter at Bogman Sports for myself at IDP Sharks for Gary. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody. Miles Garrett is a man. So is TJ. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.